Welcome, it's SV Pod. Stanford Steve is alongside. Lots Hi. to get to. Hi, Steve. <laughs> kind of an awkward start here. Kind of feel like it's a, we need a mulligan. Just pull out the driver like the Shambo and drive the first. I'm not starting with Ryder Cup. That's where we started last week. I want to get to that, though. Yeah. United States gave it to Europe. Gave it to them like Ohio State gave it to Akron last week. Yeah. How are the messages? guys are hot. How the message boards? Everybody pull it together? Everybody's okay over there? Columbus? Uh, I don't think so. There's always something. Always something. Mm. Um, we'll talk some Ryder Cup. I want to start with the NFL because there's a ton of college football I know we're going to get to. But as we talk on this Monday, we've got the Cowboys and the Eagles coming up Monday Night Football. So that those are the last two teams to get a result for week three. Three weeks in, I want to know this, Steve. I want to know who you think is the best team in the NFC. Who you think is the best team in the AFC? I will start. I will start. Good. In the NFC, I am an unabashed Matthew Stafford supporter. Always have been. People talked about him, not like he was a bum, but like he was some kind of a disappointment. He hadn't lived up to whatever with, with Detroit. He's injury prone. I think that's like they're saying that about Tua now, like, Injury prone, a 300-pound man landed on his hip and it broke. And he got hit on a blitz in his ribs and it broke. Prone? You know what you'd be if you stood out there? You'd be injury prone. It makes it seem like it's a character flaw. Stafford played through injuries that probably others wouldn't have in Detroit. And they they just seem snake bit. Example A, Sunday, Justin Tucker 66 yards off the crossbar. I mean, it happens over and over again. But I've always been a Stafford fan. This is where I tell you, I know him and I like him, and that probably bleeds into it. Guilty, all right? Guilty. He's you, You'd like him, too. He's just such a regular dude for not being a regular dude. In this situation with McVay, with a defense that has his back on the field, with the weapons at his disposal on offense, side note, Matt, don't be afraid to throw it to, to Woods, number two. <laughs> My God. I drafted the wrong Ram wide receiver. Cooper Cup <laughs> gets spoon-fed. This is a little bit of hot take, Scotty, off the heels of them beating the Buccaneers. But look, three games in, I'll just say the Rams looked the part. Defensively, you know who they are. And offensively with Stafford, with his hands on the, the wheels of this offense, they looked the part to me. I say they're the best team in the NFC. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. Um, I mean, it's, it's still amazing to me, though, that there are people that don't – like Stafford, they like they still think he should have done better in Detroit because he had Calvin Johnson. Now, what does that even mean? That's boggles me. Boggles, really confusing. Really boggles confusing. you? Boggles me. Well, look, I, I mean, I'm not taking exa- I'm not taking a super controversial stance here. I guess really what I'm what I would ask you is taking Sunday's result against a, a Tampa Bay offense that came in roaring out of the gates. Is it enough of a result that makes you just sort of, you know, raise your eyebrows a little bit and nod your head and go, all right, all right, Ram. So that's what that's what your good looks like. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, in a spot where everybody wanted to see it. You know, I thought it was really interesting when, you know, we're watching the game with Tim Hasselbeck, who's there every Sunday, helps us out, and, and it's just awesome. Love watching games with him. I agree. And as soon as the game starts, he's like, this is different. This is like a playoff game. And I'm like, oh, all right. Let me uh, let me tune in here. Um, but yeah, it was I think it was somewhat something that I think everybody was kind of rooting 
uh, for the Rams in that one, just to include. I know, inc- I know, I was because I didn't want the Tampa t- undefeated talk to start, in- including That's- all those super loyal long-term Rams fans out there in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> hey, you gotta t- you gotta take the tag off the hat you just bought at the mall, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where the Rams faith. No, excuse me, the faithful are the Niner fans. We know they're the Niners have the faithful. Faithful, um, yeah. Speaking of the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo gives them the lead with 37 seconds Woo. left, and you give the ball, you give the ball to number 12 with 37. Man, that I, the the, the two game answer, if that's what it is, after that opening turd they put in the punch bowl in Jacksonville against the Saints, mm. been awfully impressive, man. Like that, Rogers is a different dude. We understand that, but man, him and Devontae together, a couple of passes, and then. You know, you put it on the toe of Mason Crosby from 51 yards. Yet another incredibly entertaining, uh, entertaining game from a primetime window. I just that first one we maybe we overreact to. Did, did of the course two, we did. Of course, of course we did. It wasn't unreasonable. <laughs> it wasn't unreasonable given the offseason. But do the two do the not even the two? You're supposed to beat Detroit at home. They did. D- does the way they won against a a good San Francisco team? Uh, not change anything or what, what is, what is the result? What does that result do? What is it? Where does it land with you? It shows me they've made improvements where they had to, and this has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. This has to do with the run defense. They could San Francisco couldn't run the ball. I know they've been through running backs. Yes. Yeah, and all that stuff. first start, you know, I, I, I get it, but Shanahan has shown whoever yeah, gets matter. in that spot. Yeah. Couldn't run the football. Mm-hmm. And the guys on the outside, including the corners, outside backers, defensive end, they did a great job with all the jet sweep stuff that the 49ers really like to run. I thought the Packers really showed me a lot and guys and, and taking that stuff away because that's how San Francisco gets you going. You know, uh, you know, we talked about Chip Kelly's offense at the college level. Shanahan does a lot of that stuff with the spacing. And, you know, Debo's been unbelievable uh, to start this year. And they took him, you know, the run game kind of out of it. I mean, they, Shanahan had to put him in, in the backfield as an eye back to give him the ball one time uh, to get him a touch in the run game. So that's where that's where I would be excited about Green Bay fans is because of the defense and what they showed against that San Francisco run game because that's the most fearful group, I, I think, in that, in that side. I see, I, and I'm always hesitant to say this is what people think or are saying based on some tweet you see, but to the Niner fans that say, well, we want to see Trey Lance, I would just ask, why? Why would you want to put him out there now? Number one, Garoppolo, was he perfect Sunday? No. Last thing he did was give your team the lead with 37 seconds left. And have you seen the rookies? I mean, now granted, you got Orlovsky going on TV saying that uh, Nagy should get fired for the game plan that they had Sunday against Cleveland. And Tim Hasselback pointed that out too. Like you yep. really didn't give, you didn't give him a chance at all to succeed. But I mean, you look at the early Lawrence Wilson, Fields, who am I missing? Uh, returns, uh, Mac Jones. I mean, you don't just get out there and he's. I, I don't assume like Lance is not going to get out there and be Joe Montana. I, I think. I think slowly including packages for him. Sure, that makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. But the idea that somehow Garoppolo went out there and laid laid an egg. I just I resist that notion. If anyone actually thinks it. Um, yeah, it's just the hesitancy, hesitancy that he plays with. I think that they are, um, you know, late with throws. Guys, I agree. Open. They're all they, you know, he throws. He throws. He throws late. He throws high a lot. I get it. 
But I, 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 again, it's a guy that helped get a team to a Super Bowl. Was he the reason they got there exclusively? No, but he was there. You've had some time to think. Records make it harder to say them. I mean, you could point to a couple 3-0 teams in the AFC West, but based on what you've seen in the AFC, who, who do you believe at this very early stage of the 21 season you'd say, I like them in the AFC? Uh, you might laugh at me, and I can't believe I'm saying this uh, because their punter dropped the pump, but I think I trust Cleveland. I really do. I, I, I love what they've looked like, uh, the balance they've had. Um, you know, say what you want, who they beat in their two wins. Yeah. Uh, we saw what Kansas City happened. I mean, Buffalo, I st- I'm sorry. I still can't get that taste of the Pittsburgh uh, game out of my mouth. Um, but I, I, I think – I mean, obviously it's wide open. But if you're going to tell me right now I get the Browns, I- I'll take them. Um, I think Baker's been really good with the football. The Landry inju- injury is, is tough. It was good to get Beckham back. But the, the defense – I mean, they had nine new starters come in on defense – and now you start to see that cohesiveness coming through. Um, so I know I'm on an island here, nah, but I, I, um, I'll take the Browns. Look, I don't think that's crazy. And, and they were they were better most of that game against Kansas City. And the Chiefs mm-hmm. have made a living the last couple of years letting teams hang around. And it feels a bit like a cat playing with a mouse. And then a couple of times now this year, all of a sudden the mouse ended up with a pistol <laughs> and it ain't, yeah. no, it ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun and <laughs> twice the chiefs end up like, Whoa, that's not the way this script goes. Mm. Uh, and they end up losing to the Ravens and then they end up losing at home to the chargers. And now Mahomes finds himself in a place he's never been since he's been the starter, which is, you know, looking up at anyone. Um, I still just think offensively, and it's interesting, though, like I started to say that they just they have so many pieces that you just you just know you trust them because it's well, you have you start with the three, right? You start with Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill, mm-hmm. and then all the other ones are just it's just sort of extra here. Put this with the rest. Right. And now uh, Gordon comes off the reser- the suspended list and he's going to sign there. But that, that their offense doesn't trouble me. No, no. I just want to know. I just want to know if you can you stop anybody? Because thus far the answer has been resounding. No, you can't. No, you cannot. Mm-mm. And that's the concern that you have with the Chiefs is that side of the football. But I think that you look at Baltimore and you say, man, they could be three and zero. Yeah, they could also be zero and three. Okay, and that's not hyperbole. That, that the way the games have gone could easily have been zero and three. And you look at a team like the Raiders, and I mean, are they? Are you buying them? Are you ready to buy Denver? They're three and zero. They haven't. They're the teams they've beaten are a combined zero and nine. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I made the point on Sports Center not this weekend, but last, and I mean it. I don't give a shit that the three teams you beat are zero and three. I don't, because you're three and zero. And you yeah. know what? You know what? When you get your grades at the end of the semester, you know what? No one's asking you if you've got a four zero. What classes you took? You got a four zero. 
Well, right now, they got a 4-0. So you're going to take some harder classes, and it's going to be harder to keep getting A's. But in this analogy, which I'm going to continue making, you're filing away. Your GPA is benefiting from these three wins that you've got, and that's like putting three A's in your report card. I don't think I got three A's total at Maryland. Assess. Well, I was going to ask what your mom thought of your core courses when you showed her that GPA. Again, Steve, we've covered this. At Maryland, <laughs> if you just abandon your vehicle late in a semester and got enough tickets that you owed the bursar's office money, they, they didn't send your grades to the house. And so I had this jalopy on campus, and uh, I managed to ring up some pretty hefty fines strategically so that those grades uh, – didn't didn't show up line. I didn't were, get three. Were, didn't get, were you didn't the three, were, I don't think. were you the roommate though? Like when guys would come home from class, you were just sitting on the couch being yep. like, "Hey, what's for dinner?" No, I'd be like, "Hey, you want to play um, baseball all stars? You want to play against the lovely ladies? Remember remember that baseball? Oh, the best SNK baseball stars. God, that was great. The I best. Was, now that was the one where you earn money and you earn money to buy attributes, and so yep. I would sit there. And I would just play against a team and I would, you could 10 run, you could 10 run a team. And so I would just load the bases with hit by pitches, get the money and then use the money to make everybody on my team a 99. I could still, I could still remember I the Mike Tyson code to yep. get right to him on punch out. Up, and up, I down, down. I want to say, I want to say the lovely ladies, you got $33,000 for beating them. I think so. And there were like there was like the big, tall, fat guy that looked like a first baseman. And there was like the little guy that had the bat over his shoulder. Everybody that played it can, can envision it. And you could hit a line drive that if the third baseman didn't jump and catch it was a home run, which which defied like the physics of yeah. life. Um, but let me ask you this. When you would beat Tyson, did you, you when you finally beat him, that moment. Exhilarating, hard to even put into words what it felt like to to fight, because if he hit you once, it was over. Yeah, 007-373-5963, in case you were wondering. Um, remember how sweaty your hands would be? No doubt. The, the Nintendo controller? Oh, my God. It was tiny. And, and, and then the nerves. You, you knew you had to be perfect. And let me tell you something else, kids listening. I didn't do drugs. So I sound like a guy that probably would have benefited from being extra faded all day long, like, like uh, Brad Pitt in um, True Romance, where I was just on the couch, just baked out of my mind. I wasn't. I was lucid. I was focused. I had my eyes on the prize. Uh, I just didn't go to class a lot. Uh, I don't know how we took this. You would have done day. well in this day and age, though, where you could have just did Zoom class. Yeah, right and when I could have just, just talked about how I felt about stuff, and they'd have been like, God, that's great. You, you, you get an A. I'd have done better with more interpretive interpretive dance type stuff around philosophy I, uh, I think I don't I think I don't know how we ended up here from the AFC okay I'll tell you who's not good right now is Pittsburgh they can't do anything on offense I'll tell you who I think might be all right but at least they're going to be a pain in the ass Cincinnati for, for them too but in the NFC who Minnesota they could be three and oh Cousins gets, yeah they needed a gift at Cincinnati fair but they were they in overtime they were. They, yes, they, they were. were. And they, they were. And, and the thing about Cousins, because quarterback one loss record's dumb. Garoppolo gets a loss for last night. The last time he touched the ball, he gave him the lead. Cousins has been great, great for them. Gave them chances to win every game they've been in. Um, and they, you know, and they no, end up. 
They spotted- I mean, they, they lost Irv Smith, and they're still doing this. Conklin, pick, pick them up. up. Pick them up. That's but Jefferson be- and Thielen are nasty, man. Yeah, they're nasty. And, I mean, Madison steps in for Cook, who's out, and, and they don't miss a beat. Nope. I, I guess in every direction I turn right now, th- there aren't many teams that you go, ooh, like Pittsburgh's really struggling on offense. The Jets are – it's yeah, a, don't. I mean, I'm done. I'm done. It, all right, here's here's a, here's the thing to keep track of, Rockhold. If the that team name is said again on the podcast, it's a fine. I don't want to talk about them. Okay, right, we won't talk about them again. All right. The theme of the early going in the NFL is what it always is. You, you don't ne- you don't know a lot. You don't know for sure who's great. You don't know. You might have an idea of a couple teams that aren't very good, but but mostly it's just a lot of mm, hard to say. Yeah. In college football, what we've had. For the during the playoff era is Bama's great, Ohio State's great, Clemson's great, Oklahoma's normally pretty good, Georgia's right there. Then it's some combination of LSU, Notre Dame. It's it's we know who the people are, and they're over here, and they're good. They've got tables in the club. There's a bunch of people outside trying to get in the club. They don't stop at the line. They don't pay a cover. They're in. This year, early, Alabama had the audacity to play a close game against a, basically a top 10 team in the swamp. Mm-hmm. And that turned into not an indictment, but, well, I don't know, maybe Alabama's vulnerable. No, they're not. They just played a really good team and they got, they, they got pushed. They play a really interesting team this week in Ole Miss, which I think is, here's what I think is interesting to me, which I don't know to anybody else, what difference did it make? When you say this is interesting to me, well, no sh- I'm the one talking. I'm, crit- I'm critiquing myself here is what I'm doing. What Mississippi is with Matt Corral reminds me of what AM was with Manziel. Whoa! Play- hot take! Just listen. Hear me. Okay. They okay. play fast. They pressure you. With They pressure you across the board. It's not a one-dimensional approach. They're going to play fast, and they're going to score. What's different is that when Manziel was doing that, Nick Saban was still complaining about pace and the danger of the sport. And this isn't, is this what we want football to be? And now, not surprisingly, he figured out how to do that better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So where Alabama was not built to compete with that, really, because it was not who they were, now Alabama can do it just as well as you can. And It'll be really interesting to see Saturday if Alabama, who's more than a two-touchdown favorite against a really capable offense like Mississippi, can they can they continue to just be what they've what they've been lately? I don't know the answer. I'm I'm I don't say Alabama's vulnerable, but I also don't think that they seem inevitable, which is good for the sport. No doubt. I here's what it comes down to me, Scott. Um, you know, we talked about, first of all, uh, I'll get to Clemson and things I hate this week. Uh, that'll, that'll be there. And no, but here's, here's, here's what I'll say about Alabama because everybody's trying to throw them in Georgia and, and, and everybody else like, Ooh, are they that good? Who are they very good, but not great. Listen, look, has look what's happened when these teams have gone on the road for the first time in two years in front of fans, Clemson. NC State, gone, right? Yep. Manhandled. I, Alabama goes on the road in a crazy atmosphere and gets a win. Like, that's that's huge. They didn't lose. 
They won. Sorry if you had them and they didn't cover. My I've, bad. But they Florida, got out of there with a win. I had Florida Steve plus the points. There you go. Winner. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Penn State goes to Madison, gets a win. Like that, that, that means something to me. Oklahoma, I, like now you got Oklahoma for going to play their first true road game this week. Arkansas going to play their first true road game this week. Ole Miss going to play their first true road game this week. Watch out. I'm just telling you, watch I, out. I think that Alabama, though, and, and if you want to wait on Clemson, fine. But because Ohio State lost at home, because Clemson has now lost not once but twice, uh, you, and because Oklahoma has – they struggled to put away Tulane. They trailed West Virginia at home in a game they won by a field goal late. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. If you win, I don't, I don't necessarily think you should get – points detracted i just i think when you are it's anticipated that you are going to win by 30 because you always do and then you don't then people go i don't know i mean it's not under listen it's not no one's going to say oklahoma has been great because they haven't no they've looked and lincoln brown will be the first person to tell you you're exactly right but i would say this there are a couple of teams that are ranked high and and you mentioned one in penn state and i think that where the transitive property comes in this year that's actually I, this is, I find it interesting. Maybe you will too. Maybe you'll go, who gives a crap? Yes, Penn State won at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. True road game in conference to start the year. There are no pictures on the scorecard. Yep, you got to win in Camp Randall. That game, no one could do anything on offense. Penn State hung on for dear life, made plays when Wisconsin mm-hmm. got to the red zone late, and they left with a win. Wisconsin since then, the game against Notre Dame, they couldn't do anything. And they end up getting boat raced in the fourth quarter. And so if you look at that Wisconsin win, I know it's good. I don't know how good. You beat Auburn at home, whiteout game. Always a great atmosphere. Ah, It's a win over an SEC team. It was kind of back and forth. They had to hold them off late. All right, that's a good win. Auburn the next week had to pull a rabbit out of their ass to beat Georgia State. Mm -hmm. And so I see Penn State with a four next to their name, and I – acknowledged that they have a couple of good wins, but I don't know necessarily how good the Wisconsin win or the Auburn win is. In the same way that with Notre Dame, I don't know how good, like you beat Florida State, they lost to Jacksonville State the next week. You needed to pull a rabbit out of your ass to beat Toledo, and the next week they lost to Colorado State, which I suppose I did Colorado State, another winner. Let's talk about that. Talk about that. Coach Adazio, are they Notre Dame's a dog at home against Cincinnati? Yeah, that is astounding. <laughs> I mean, that I can't even process that. That right there is proof that Fickle should get a big time gig, which everybody knows he. You know what? Fickle might say, "I already have a big time gig." Respect to historic Nippert Stadium, but the fact that Cincinnati's a favorite over unbeaten Notre Dame is. Really, and that's an amazing statement of where college football is. And maybe that says it much better than I could have with all these words I'm saying about I know, I believe Penn State's good. I just don't know how good their wins are. I believe Notre Dame's pretty good. I don't know how good their wins are. But that's where that's where I I, I have to say that's the, the, the art of this game is to win. Like we don't have to weigh yes. everything. We don't have to rank everything. Did they win or did they lose? That's fair. 
You know, that's fair. That's no, you're like, you're right. And, but, and, but, and, and Clemson, but, look at Clemson. Like what? In I, I got to get to it right now. This is what I hate this week. Steve and I have lengthy lists talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week, one thing a week. Here's what I hate. What in God's name makes you think they are within the top 25 teams in the country? We've played four games. They lost two of them. And then they beat Georgia Tech, who lost to Northern Illinois by six. Yeah, I I don't know. And they had to hang on on to win that game against Georgia Tech. So you hate the Clemson's ranked? We've played four games, and we have a team that has two losses, right? Two losses in four games, and they're in the top 25. And over how many schools do we have? Come on. There's there's no reason Clemson should be ranked. There's no reason, based on their performance, that they should be ranked. They've done nothing to indicate that they're worthy of being ranked at this stage. Nothing. Nothing. But, But hold on, just to circle back to the thing you said about the goals to win. You're right, the goals to win. But I look at, for instance... I look at Arkansas's wins, and in the same way that I point out like Notre Dame and Penn State's wins, and I look at what the teams did after they beat them, and I think, mm, I, 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 I thought that Auburn win was pretty good. They struggle with Georgia State. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Letdown spot, bro. I, I guess. But Arkansas beat the snot out of Texas, mm-hmm. okay? Hammered them. And Texas since then, granted they made a quarterback change, but since then – they beat Rice and Texas Tech by about a thousand points combined. Yep. So I look at that Texas win, which was impressive enough on its own, and I look at what Texas has done since, and I think that only magnifies what Arkansas did. Who then, by the way, went out in a neutral site game, which is the worst thing in college football. Wisconsin and Notre Dame play in South Bend, play in Madison. Texas A&M and Arkansas play in Fayetteville, play in College Station. Not with I mean, Jira around. Well, I look, I get it. He's it's when you got a stadium and you went to Arkansas, you can make some stuff happen. All right. If I were a billionaire and I had a stadium, I guess the dirty Turks might play in my joint, too. But I'm but like that. That game that where, where they had Texas come to their building was electric. That atmosphere. I don't know who would have gone in there and won that night. But I think that, yes, play and win. And that's all that matters. But when you win in a certain way. And I'd say thus far, Arkansas's wins have been the biggest perception changer. I mean, they went from on the outside to suddenly knocking on the door of the top 10. But now, now you go to, now you get a real sense of, of what you're about. Because as the saying goes down in, uh, down in Athens, who's that coming down the track? It's a me machine in red and black. And that defense is real. The Shane Beamer answer to the question after the South Carolina lost to him, like, well, did they do anything to make it difficult? He's like, do anything? They have 104 five stars. They have a 340-pound offensive tackle. What are you talking about? Did they do something to make it difficult? That, that defense is foul, bro. Um, we're talking about teams going to play their first true road game. You know who else is going to play their first true road game as the top five team in the country? Who's that? Iowa. Oh, they played names, dude. They played names. They did? I thought that was at home. Ames. Oh, yeah. Game day was there. Come on. It was Ames day. 
You know what Iowa people call Ames? I don't. Lames. Ah. Da, 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 da. Uh, nevertheless, they do have to come to the snake pit on Friday night. We going? Yeah. yeah. Why not? What time the gates open? We're working on that. Yeah? I don't want to. Are you going to have to, like, are you going to do, use like, my influence? One of those home videos? Like, at home, be like, hey, guys. Listen. Can we listen. open? We have a top five team in the country. And we're undefeated. It's the biggest home game we've had in a long time. I understand you're running a university, but you need to you need to open up the gates to the parking lots at noon. It's going to yeah. be an incredible day. Who's I'm, going I'm, to class after noon? Nobody. On Friday? And by the way, this is where this happened a couple of years ago when Penn State came in and, and they canceled classes, and then Penn State came in and beat the crap out of Maryland, and then it turned into this punchline about oh Maryland they had to cancel class. The difference between Penn State and Maryland from a university standpoint is we're not in the middle of a, of a pasture in the middle of nowhere. Okay. State college is really cool. Like it's a fun college town, but please don't like, this isn't a city. All right. There's the beltway is near here. Traffic is a problem. So it's not the same from just from a logistical standpoint, trying to get people in and out. You don't have the, the little land to, to get it just, you, listen, I'm doing right now what I said I wouldn't do. I don't want to. I don't want to try to use my voice in a way that would negatively impact my beloved university. But you got to open the gates to the lots before four o'clock. You'll create a bottleneck that will make it an absolute catastrophe. Open the gates. Cancel classes afternoon. Let us in. Go, let us in. Let us in. Go Zoom classes. Who it's goes easy. to class on a Friday anyways? No one. Again, I was a guy playing SNK baseball on the couch when under normal circumstances. Can I make a request? No on, one's going on Friday. Can I, I make a request I, I, on wait, behalf of Steve? Stop talking. I have, I'm punching on what I said I was going to do, not do, and I'm now I'm all in. You, you figure it out. It's been forever since Maryland's had a game that felt significant like this, and you're going to screw it up if you don't let the people come in. Open the gates. Let us in. Let us in. Let us in. And, Go, get, Steve, and get Steve a golf cart. I, I've given up on that. I don't care. I'm a man of the people, and those are my people. I'm happy to say hello to whoever I see. We're going to get you a chariot and just ride around campus. That's what I carry <laughs> me around on your shoulders. Carry I'll me around my shoulders. <laughs> like I'm the king. Like the you're king of Ben Hur. There we go. And uh, by the way, winners, Terps getting three. I mean, that's that screams take Maryland. Oof. But you know what my record is when I pick against Iowa and winners? They win by a thousand every time <laughs> I pick against them. So on principle, I don't see how I can get involved in that. I don't. I really don't see how I can get involved. Um. Oh wait, wait, wait. Two things. Ryder Cup was awesome. I think. I think that. I mean, apparently fans got a little unruly. It's always going to happen. I, I can't excuse yelling during backswings. That's the worst. Don't don't be that guy. I was happy for Bryson DeChambeau. I think as. I think he had as positive a three day experience in terms of taking a narrative that had totally gotten away from him and, and 180 it. I really, and I don't know how you, I don't, that's hard to do now. Take something where people are against you and are like, that guy sucks. And in at the end of a weekend, 
I felt that he turned it on its head. And it makes sense because people love a dude that can stand on a tee and drive a par four. They love that. They love, they love John Daly, grip it and rip it. He, he just, he hasn't done himself any favors in a lot of respects, but I think in three days he did as much as he could to, to flip a narrative. I hope it was a game changer for him. Um, cause if, cause it, it could have been, if it's not, then that's on him. That's on him. But he and that young team of American guys, they went out and they gave Europe a dose. I mean, that that's a route the likes of which we haven't seen. And that should be scary for Europe because this is a young group uh, from the United States that will be together for a while. Doesn't mean that they're going to go to Italy in a couple of years and win because they can set it up to, to favor them. But it feels like a, it feels like a, a, a lot of things changed for the United States this week in the Ryder Cup. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I just uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I gotta wait and see here on Bryson because to me this is just everybody having to root for him because he was on our team and everybody fell in love with it because he played well. So, he didn't do anything different than what he normally does. I know, is, and that's is, that's what I'm saying. He has to do stuff from a likability standpoint to me. But, but I, think, I, I, I think I totally get what you're saying. I think he did that this week, and I think okay. maybe. I may and listen, this is this is a hundred percent the the recruiting visit hangover, right? You go on your official visit, you went down to Carolina and you were like, let's go. I'm going to Chapel Hill, baby. <laughs> this is the this is the recruiting trip hangover, and you you couldn't love them more than you do right now. And a week huh? later, you might go, you know what? I bleep to Shambo. That guy sucks. Well, all right. He's done some stuff that that has not done him any favors, admittedly. I think this was an opportunity for people to see him for what he is, which is a really talented player that hits it a mile. There's never been an American who is this good that plays the game the way he plays it, that for some reason was like public enemy number one. Never. And he was, somehow he became that. Um, Kepka can help. They don't have to be best buddies and that whole manufactured hug at the end. That's not necessary. They just need to stop pushing the, pushing that whole, bro feud because it's stupid but i get why i get why you and others are like okay i need to see it more that's probably reasonable but it was as good a three days as deshambo could have had i'll say that and that that i wouldn't back off and now he's going to the longest Long drive, drive competition sure. right okay yeah whatever he all drove right. the first he made the putt for eagle boom have some all right I have some you had I another hate. thing well I, yeah i something i hate you are, you oh. couldn't wait to get to the fact that you hate the clemson's rank i hate it Hate it. Steve and I have lengthy lists. Talk about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week, one thing a week. Here's what I hate. I'll tell you what I hate, Steve. I hate that it is September the 27th and I don't care about baseball. I haven't paid attention to the level I would if my team that I root for wasn't currently. Pause for dramatic effect. 50 and 106. 50 and 106. And I mean, this is, this is, whoa. This is after years of just 
last year wasn't a full season. Go back to 19. They lost 108 games. Uh, I mean, I could keep going. No one wants to hear me read statistics like this. It's all just. I like it. All right. I'll take you back to 18. Guess how many games they lost in 2018? Want to hazard a guess? 95. 95? In 2018? Come on, dude. 47 and 115. <laughs> like you talk about the process. All like I don't want to there's no process. It's just being terrible every single year. And I grew up with this team that was the envy of many in baseball. They pitched, had homegrown guys. It was small kind of this is before the idea of a small market. But Baltimore wasn't seen as some glamorous place. Memorial Stadium was a dump, but I loved it. I grew up in that dump. And now, I mean, I get to September and there's, I mean, the Cardinals don't lose. That's really cool. The San Francisco story is incredible. They've been so much better than anyone thought they could possibly be. The American League wildcard between the Yankees and the Red Sox with Toronto playing the way they are. That's been great. The White Sox are fun. I mean, I could keep going naming story after. There's all these different stories that are all interesting and I'm just so divorced from any emotional investment because the team I root for is 50 and 106 or whatever I just said. And they actually will be better than the year they lost 115. Mm. And I just, there's no, what's, is there a plan? Okay. Well, Houston did it. That's not saying someone else did it. <laughs> is, are, great. Are you going to try? Or is this, are we just going to run it back next year? Because at some point, and I think that point's probably been reached by any sane Baltimore fan, you just go, what the f*** are we doing? My daughter for Father's Day was, hey, we're going to go to a game. I want to take you to a baseball game. And she was going to take me and said, go to a Nationals game. I'm like, nope, not Nationals. I'm an Orioles fan, sweetheart. We're going to an Orioles game. And we went. And they took phenomenal care of us, and we had a wonderful time, and they won. And I explained to my daughter, the odds of them being undefeated in games you've gone to, you don't get it, but trust me, pretty high. So I just hate that the team I grew up with that made me love a sport who were so good for so long are now mired in this kind of, not mediocrity, they're mired in this kind of, I don't even know how you, what word you use, but it's, wow. just, it's just unacceptable, man. It's at some point, it's just it's an unacceptable way to carry on. If there's a process, okay, Philly had a process. You were tanking for something. What's what's what is it? What is it? I know they got some guys. See you tweet out about the young guys. Bring them up. <laughs> uh, great. You got the top prospect in the bring oh, them he's up. right down the street. Bring, bring them, them up. up. Drive them to up 95 to the stadium. How much worse can it be than this? I hate that this is what it is. All right. Hey. On that, on that positive note, I'm done talking. Steve, you have anything on the way up? Next year for the Orioles. Don't say that. Don't patronize me. I won't be patronized. <laughs> All right. The out, the out, Travis. Is How I many won't... days still spring training? Hey, do you want to talk know. about uh, the Jets? That's, you're fine. You're fine. What's the fine, Steve? Tell tell Rockle what the fine is. He'll get he'll get a message. All right. That's been this week's uplifting SP Pod with Stanford Steve. We'll see y'all next week.
Let us in. Let us in. We'll see you at noon on Friday. Don't make me leave. Listen, I'm just going to say this once. Don't make me lead an uprising. Because <laughs> there aren't many towns where I could lead one. But I could get some people together in College Park. I'm kidding. I might I be on a bar stool at Bentley's at two. I come in peace. We'll see y'all whenever you guys say we're allowed to be in. But four, <laughs> but four is too late. All right, good talk.